0: Hey, what's up, Builders? It's your girl, KM Twin, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. This is Burnout to a Crisp. I talk about burnout and seasonal depression and i have rick of relationship talks with rick and name podcast go ahead and say something for the builders
1: Lesbian us oh
0: <laughs> okay and again here with me is spa danny
2: what's up y'all
0: <laughs> so we're gonna discuss what burnout is. So the official definition of burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive prolonged stress. And it occurs when we feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. So, have y'all dealt with burnout and have you been dealing with it this past year?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, we have. I, I, I feel that I could speak for all of us. Yes, we have.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. the reason why I did this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what you said, Spy? I said most definitely. Yeah. How have you... When did you notice, like, you were burned out?
1: Well, I, I can speak for myself. For me, it's like when my area starts to get more junky.
0: Mm.
1: And normal, like, I, I'm kind of crazy about having my stuff be neat. And when everything starts to not be neat and I look around, I'm like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Tired. Like I just want to lay on the couch. I don't want to do anything. That's when I. Wanna...
2: Yeah, I can definitely agree like, you know, I'm I'm a mom, so like when I let everything like just go right <laughs> and like clutter is everywhere, my car, everything. And like you don't realize it when stuff starts to pile up until like you just step back, and you're like, "Okay, something's not right." And then you look around and you're like, "Okay, I need to I need to figure out my life cuz this not going to work. And then you start to like kind of pick apart things and you're like, okay, what is causing this? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so.
0: Yeah, definitely I can relate to what you said, Rick. Like once I start realizing like my space is cluttered or for me, it's just like, I don't want to do things, but it's just like, I don't have the energy to mm-hmm. actually do it. No motivation carry out. no motivation, all. no energy to actually get out and do the things that I really want to do. And that just adds to the burnout too, because then you start being hard on yourself mm-hmm. for not accomplishing, you know, simple tasks, like washing right. the dishes, folding the clothes that you got. Right. I got clothes right now that's still in the jar.
2: Listen, in the back. <laughs> but It's not because
1: of burnout, it's just because of life. Period.
0: (laughs) Okay, seven to five business weeks.
1: Stay in the basket until it's time to wash again. That's how that works.
2: (laughs) But no, I'm trying to be responsible and do things the right way and fold them first. You said that that was the right way. (laughs) Me, that's how I organize my life. I need to, most of the time, if it's a good week, I try to fold them as soon as they come like as soon as they finish drying that that's a good good week that's how i'm mm-hmm. like okay i'm starting off on a good foot but when they start to pile up and i'm like well at least i washed them
0: <laughs> i don't remember the last time i actually folded clothes as soon as they finished drying
2: i have no clue
1: listen my life, so
2: listen when you're a mom you gotta find some way to make it work because <laughs> everything will pile on if you don't
1: I mean, I feel like with burnout too. the it's like a, it's like a, a paralysis that comes over you. Yeah. It's like you will be thinking like, I was like, so you know, when you work in, like your full-time gig and then you go to do the other stuff that you do. Like at work, you'll be like, kind of like lethargic. You yeah. Out. And then you get off like, I'm gonna do all this stuff when I get off, and it might even, end up, it might not even be like something productive. It could be like, I'm gonna go to the store and I'm gonna go shopping. I'm gonna do all of this stuff, and this is like, you get off and it's like. I think I'm just going to lay on this couch, turn this right, couch off, Netflix and chill with myself and then go to sleep.
2: Yeah.
0: I tell uh, a lot of times I'll get off work and me and uh, Spot, Danny will call each other and I'll tell her, Yeah, I got to stop here, here, here. Cause once I get to the house, I'm not going to have the energy to come back out. I have to do it like right in the moment. Otherwise, I know it's not going to get done. Right. So um, I'll ask you in your own words, how do you feel like you personally got to a place of burnout? So either one of you can
2: start. Um, ah, I, I really started to recognize it. I I recognized it a year, a couple years back, but I didn't really know what it was. Um, because I used to literally work seven days a week sometimes, mm-hmm. and of course, me being the superhero mentality, I'm like, oh, I got to do this because I got to get to X, Y, and Z. So I have to work all these, all these hours, all, all these days, because I have a goal to meet. Not realizing like that was just adding on to it. But then when I got into another season where I was in a different job and it was, I was driving less and I was still working. I started working closer to home, but I was still doing the same amount of work. I was still doing the most. And when I would be doing something that I love, but. I, I didn't have the motivation or desire to do it like I love helping people I love working with them but it was it was it was to the point sometimes where I literally had to p- peel myself out of the bed I really I had to peel myself out of the bed to be a mom like it was literally like a weight on my shoulders and I was like, okay, what is this? like <laughs> I need I need to figure this out because it's not it's not a good look for me
0: right right?
1: I feel like this is something you and I talked about quite a bit and I feel like whenever I try to take on my mind moves really quickly so I'll have like so many big ideas that I want to tackle mm-hmm. and I'll try to tackle every big idea all at the same time yeah. and then I end up spreading myself so thin that I can't do anything and that, that burns me out yes. so I feel like that was like sta- that was level one so, like, not, when I acknowledged that, like, as a younger, as a younger man, that I was trying to do too much, and I need to focus on one thing, focusing on one thing helped. But then mm-hmm. I found out that the burnout came from giving my energy to other people and not being filled back up. So, mm-hmm. like, me That's a good one. all the time. It's like you will give your energy to a hundred people, and they want, <laughs> and they're pulling on you, yeah. and it, and it don't even have to be like productive energy it could be like romantic energy somebody wants your attention for that somebody wants your help for something your parents need you you know a sibling mm-hmm. needs you. and and some professionally somebody could be reaching out to you professionally it could be a lot going on at your job and if you're constantly not taking that time for for yourself like me mm-hmm. I want and I was just like constantly it's like you need help like I got you like let me let me spend like my day with you instead of doing what I need to do and then I looked up, and nobody was feeling feeling into me the way that mm. I needed to.
2: Feel into. Mm-hmm.
1: And you
0: weren't feeling into yourself.
1: And I needed that yeah. time I, instead of instead of focusing on myself, I was just focused on everybody else, and it kind of kept me distracted. And then I was like, just like use the episode title Burn to a Crisp." I was burnt to a crisp, and then I was no good to anybody because I couldn't move.
2: Not mm. even yourself, right? <clears throat>
0: um, it's interesting because burnout happens periodically throughout throughout our life, right? So, um, I first wrote about it two maybe two years ago um and when we think about burnout we always think about being burnt out at work right because we know Mm -hmm. the way that our society operates when it comes to work is ridiculous like (laughs) you know is give your company your corporation your business all of your time your attention be the hustler uh, mentality and no days off never get tired right That's, that's how we are taught to operate within business and, you know, having to break out of that mindset from our parents who worked jobs for, you know, decades and poured, poured, poured into these companies only to get, you know, very little back. um, That's what we're used to seeing. But when I realized I was burnt out, it was kind of like what you said, Rick, it was, it was in multiple areas of my life. It wasn't just work. And I had never heard anybody talk about it on that level. So I was burnt out at work, but I was also burnt out with, you know, being a part of the family life, trying to, you know, be super woman in that. At the time I was burnt out in my relationship because, you know, I had to be superwoman on some level in that aspect and I wasn't getting filled back up. And then I was burnt out in some of my friendships as well, because it was just like when you give, give, give and you're not even paying attention to how you're filling your cup or you're not doing it yourself, because that's where where uh, self-care comes into play as well. Um you become just drained. And I had got to a point where I was just like, it should not be this hard for me to operate on the daily task because I should have something that's pouring back into me. But I wasn't even doing that for myself. So when I think about burnout, um, this, this most recent one, I was burnt out creatively. And for me to know myself, I was like, I know I have... Enough creative energy to carry me throughout this lifetime. I know I have more than enough what's happening here. And I realized I was burnt out in my routine that was affecting these other aspects as well. So I want people to to think about the different areas that burnout can happen, because it's not just work. It's not just your career life. It's your home life. It's your everyday routines. It's your relationships, your connections with other people. And if you're not paying attention to how you are expending your energy, a lot of times you're going to get to a place where you feel drained and where you feel like you can't even get out of bed in the morning.
1: I feel like as as Americans, especially, I think we do ourselves a disservice because a lot of times the way that we're taught and the way that we like the media portrays, especially somebody who's trying to be an entrepreneur. And then you add like being black on top of that, the hustle on top of that.
0: The pandemic on top of
1: that. No, right. So we're taught that we gotta just go nonstop and not sleep and all of this and stuff. But the, the thing that I have learned as I've grown older and as I've heard other more successful people than I am, if you I feel like so burnout, it's like you have a tank, and let's just say this tank is full of energy. Hmm. If you're constantly running on E. The thing is, you might be doing the same tasks that you were before, but you're not gonna be doing them to the level or efficiency. Of what you would be able to do if you had took a minute to recharge. So sometimes it's taking a day or a week or a month to yourself could be way more beneficial than running on E all day,
0: right? And for me, yeah. I, I realized that whenever, because I was being hard on myself, I was like, I can't take a break, especially with, you know, LBF, the brand, and I'm trying to, you know, get better at being consistent and all this different kind of stuff. But it's just like, girl, <laughs> you have nothing to give anybody right now because you need to replenish. And so, um, and I couldn't at the point, I, I got to a point where I couldn't focus. So we'll also get into some of the symptoms. So what symptoms besides, you know, the messy home, like what internal symptoms were you experiencing whenever you discovered you were burnt out
1: me I would, I would i would get depressed mm. and and nothing would really matter it's like i would have a disdain for everything things that i would love to do and one of the like one of the ways that i used to decompress is not so much my decompressor anymore it's like play play like a video game or something like that like I wouldn't even want to do that. It's like I don't want to play anything. I don't want to touch anything. I don't want to do anything. Like I just want to be sad. Even though it was illogical. Even though I was trying <laughs> like to cancel that. She was like, No, you you fine, you doing what you need to do. I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything.
0: No, I never wanted you to feel like it was illogical. I just wanted you to know that you couldn't stay in that space because I I understood on a deeper level because I go through burnout often because I have to get better. I'm it's always a constant journey trying to figure out how to take care of yourself and yeah. how to replenish yourself especially as someone who is at, at their core a giver and so for me whenever we have these conversations I wanted you to understand like okay you can feel what you need to feel today and I, yeah. I used to say that to you often but I'm like tomorrow you're gonna figure out you're gonna get Don't up you're gonna do something but
1: I see the craziest thing is is that I know that and when you're going through yours you know that and yeah and we all know that and it's like we can't stay there and even with like us we reinforce it for one another and we try to make sure that none of us stay in in a in a valley for too long Mm -hmm. but you can sit there and you can logically know that i can't stay here and still not be able to move
0: right but that's why it's important to have those people that kind of push you a little bit you know gently or with the tough love however your method is (laughs) um to to get up from the space that you're in because otherwise this burnout it's supposed to be a moment but if you allow yourself to sin in it then it becomes a more severe form of like depression it, it, it manifests into depression and it becomes a whole season or whole time in your life where you weren't productive you were feeling down and you know you just kind of get stuck in it but for me I think I realized one of my symptoms was um like like I said I couldn't focus and it got to a point where I couldn't create, <laughs> um, because it's, I can't focus on anything for a long period of time. I didn't have, like you said, the desire to do certain things, and I don't know. It's just it happens. But Spot Danny, what uh, what symptoms did you have?
2: Um, I I'm just like I get like extremely exhausted, where I'm like I just feel like I can't go no more and I just don't want to do anything and it like it becomes like a form of depression because it's like no I don't want to move now I just want to stay here um but you know for me I'm like okay I have to find um motivation somewhere so like I'll be like okay I gotta do this for Jordan but like at some point I'm like, no, I gotta do this for me. Like I gotta get up for me. I gotta get myself out of this valley, out of this moment. Um, and just literally fighting to the death like, like, no, we're not gonna stay here. Yes, it's hard right now. You know, and just reminding yourself like it's just temporary. And, you know, if you could push through this moment or if you can if if you can get to the moment where you can pause and you can find, you know, a type of some type of way to rest and Take care of yourself, like you'll feel better. And once I do, um, I'm able to push past that moment, then you know, I see, okay, yeah, it really was just a moment. You felt it, but you didn't stay there. So, you know, kind of reward myself for getting out of that moment. Right.
1: I will know what to do in those moments. And that would be the last thing that we want to do. But once we finally jump in that water, like it feels so much better. Like I maybe it's like, oh, like I should just go exercise. Like I should go get on the treadmill for a minute. It's like, I don't want to do it. Or maybe oh, I want to go to church, but I'm not going to go to church because I'm not there mentally. Mm-hmm. But whatever your thing is, it's like when you finally just do it and you get there and you like begrudgingly get there and you get there. And then you, mm-hmm. get, like, you start to feel better. And it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. feels, feels way better. So I
2: had a moment yesterday where, I mean, it was it wasn't like depression or anything, but it was like me being exhausted and I allowed anxiety to come in for a moment and I was like, nope, let me get up. And as soon as I started moving and started doing, like, normal things that you're like, oh, that 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 usually don't work. But just being able to, like, clean up or just get moving, like, did mm-hmm. everything for me. And opening the curtains and seeing the sun and all of that, just, like, <laughs> all that oh, helped.
0: Oh, I know I need the sunlight. Th- these past few days, and I don't think it was, like, you know, by accident, Um, we had a few weeks where it was just nothing but rain right so we'll get into the seasonal depression part of it too but I know I'm someone who feeds off like we all do but I just feel like such a close connection with sunshine I'm just Mm -hmm. like whenever it's sunny outside I'm like let me go soak up some of this energy because I know I need it um but the hardest part sometimes is to start for when you feel like okay, I just want to lay in bed, or I just want to get to the couch and just, you know, I just want to
2: stay here, (laughs) tune
0: everything out. One of the interesting parts is I allowed y'all to say what your symptoms were um, before I officially told, you know, the audience what they are. So the symptoms, the three main symptoms of burnout is exhaustion, alienation from work related activities and reduced performance. So just so everybody understands, like, you don't have to have a degree to understand what you're going through. (laughs) Like you don't have to do a whole bunch of research to call it out and say, no, I'm burnt out. And for people to, you know, take that answer for what it is, because a lot of times we'll get into this stage where we're comparing apples to oranges and it's just like, no, call a thing a thing. I'm burnt out. And that's what it is.
2: You're human. You have feelings
0: right so okay (laughs) the exhaustion piece of it is people feel uh drained emotionally exhausted unable to cope tired down don't have enough energy we all said that right um Mm -hmm. physical symptoms include pain um stomach and bowel problems i don't know if (laughs) (laughs) y'all oh no y'all experiencing Uh, some of that no no (laughs) Um, the alienation from work related activities, which it doesn't have to be your career, but anything that requires uh work, which for me, it is work. Um, people who have burnout find their jobs increasingly stressful and frustrating. They may start to uh feel cynical about their working conditions and their colleagues. That is definitely where I'm at.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, I was about to
2: say, Rick, <laughs>
1: 100%. Yeah,
2: um. The but last for time. me oh I'm sorry no go ahead oh. for me like it wasn't I I didn't I didn't relate in that part but it was like even you know during the experience of being burnt out like the people that you normally like they get on your nerves the things that you normally like to do like it starts to irritate you like that's how it creeps in and you don't even realize it, and you're like you know normally I'm good and normally this doesn't bother me but mm-hmm. you know that one day it does and then you're like man you're getting on my nerves like right. and I I really like you but you're getting on my nerves today so you know it doesn't always have to be like oh like I don't like these people at work like sometimes <laughs> it's people that you like and they really are like getting on your nerves but it's it's really because <laughs> of something that you're experiencing you know on the, the fact, inside.
0: right I think the interesting part for me was the fact that so every not everybody, but you know, y'all know, like my job has been demanded for at least, you know, two years, back mm-hmm. to back to back to back. So when the pandemic kicked everything slowed down, it's even for us, because you have to keep people safe. Like if you get sick, you can't accomplish anything, right? Mm. So things slow down significantly, significantly for us. What I realized was the burnout was so severe from the past two years that I'm still dealing with it in this year and we're not mm-hmm. even doing anything. So I can yeah. go to work. And I'm not doing anything strenuous and I'm still feeling tired. I'm still feeling cynical. I still feel like this is stupid. I don't want to be here. Just give me my check. Why can't why can't I get Mm -hmm. paid and not do none of this? Sometimes
1: (laughs) I feel like burnout and time for a change.
2: Yeah, I was just about to say that.
1: Correspond to one another. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. you get burnt out to a point, or maybe you burnt out because of something new that you need to be doing. Yeah. Time to, to take take a new new career or whatever the case might be. Maybe you you might need to find a new person if you burnt out in a relationship or if you burnt out creatively, maybe you don't have the passion for what you're doing creatively mm-hmm. as much as as you did. So I feel like the thing is you have to really be self-aware and kind of communicate with yourself, have a conference with yourself, you know, like right you, yourself and i and be like, all right, so how are we actually feeling about this mm-hmm. we burnt out? But is this something that still brings us joy deep down? Right. I know a good friend of mine, uh, she, she does well, she does a, a pros and cons list. And so she'll sit down and she'll try to clear her head and then she'll be like, all right, what's the pros of this? What's the cons of this? And then she'll compare. Mm-hmm. I feel like at a certain point, even with burnout, if you can be honest with yourself and your pro and cons list, if it's more cons than pros and the, the, the pros that's over there do not overweigh the massive amount of cons, then it might be time to move on from a situation or at least change a situation in some way.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this week um god kind of like let me see like kind of reflect on where i was and where i am and he reminded me he was like the the death of something is the birth of something else so if you're burnt to a crisp it could be the death of something oh it held the transition meaning that like it's the death of it and you need to birth something else but birth something new walk into something new and it's just basically, like Rick said, being self-aware enough to, like, kind of go through the list and realize, okay, like, is this, is this worth, like, staying in? Can I, can I salvage it? Can can it be, can it, can it be saved? Or is it time to let it go?
0: Right. All I right. think uh, for a lot of us, we, we have to balance those obligations as well. Because I know it's time for a change. I, we've been talked about. It. It's like, you know, I'm in yeah. a transitional period where I know. Um, what I want and what doesn't work for me anymore. Um, with that being said, sometimes you have to push through that burnout because it's necessary to meet certain goals that's going to make mm-hmm. it your journey easier moving forward. Um, so I just want everybody to like take what y'all said because it's all true. And I definitely think that a lot of times. You know, you get to a place of burnout, and that just shows you how incompatible something is Mm -hmm. for the life that you, you know, desire, the life that you want. And you have to listen to that because we all get burnt out with some stuff. But if you're constantly feeling exhausted, you're constantly feeling um, disengaged, um, and you feel like you don't even want to, I don't know, you're just not feeling like yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to look at whatever it is and realize that it might not be a good fit for your life, whether that's that be a job or a relationship or whatever. I'm sorry, Rick, what you say?
1: That's like friendships and relationships. I feel like that's the easiest one to kind of like pinpoint because you'll be burnt out and then be like, we just been arguing for a while. We're good. And it's a movie that I like to reference a lot and it's called 500 Days of Summer.
0: That's about to say Malcolm and Marie. Uh, <laughs> Me too. I did, thought he was going to say.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was talking about that. Uh, no, it, it's 500 days of summer. And this is this is guy. He was in a relationship with this girl named Summer and they were together for five years. They had five years or 500 days for interactions, which is roughly like a year and a half. And it, they tell the story out of order. So they show the story out of order and he's sitting there and he's mourning this relationship because she found somebody new and they're not together anymore. And he's like, this was like such a great relationship. But as he goes through the relationship, he's looking at all of the good things and none of the bad things.
0: Oh, we usually do that when we break yeah. up with someone.
1: <laughs> like somebody, not to ruin the plot too much. It's, it's a great movie if you haven't seen it. But not to to ruin the plot too much. But what comes to happen, what happens is that his sister is like, you're looking at all the good things. Look at it in its entirety, and then you mm-hmm. start to see all the bad things. So I feel like in relationships we get burnt Me. out because it's it's so many bad things that's going on. And we're not, and we're trying to we're romanticizing the one good thing instead of looking at the hundred bad things, and you're burnt out because it's time for a change. Yeah. That that thing doesn't excite you anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't just break up with somebody just because. But if you don't get that passion and that feeling deep down that you had before, that might be the
2: fireworks.
1: Time, yeah, the fireworks. If the most basic of things that y'all had. Don't, don't I, do that anymore. Then it's, it might be that time to go.
0: Right, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's the foundation. Because, like I said, when when I wrote this for context, uh, when I wrote the blog post, check out Futures dot com. It's up there. It's a great read. A lot of my like hard moments usually are great reads. But I wrote it during that time. I just lost my dad. Um, I was in this very high volume job, still am. But it was like really everything was pushing. This was pre pandemic they need everything now everything is immediate you know your time your attention your life is your job that's that's how the the mentality was just lost my dad and i was in a relationship where the person um they really wasn't pouring into me and when I say pouring into me emotionally supportive they weren't you know uh there physically they weren't there mentally they weren't there emotionally the way I needed and then I wasn't there for myself so one of the things that I did to kind of uh get back to a place where I felt like myself was I took a solo trip and I took a solo trip to New York to just get away from everything and to really, like you said, ask myself those questions. All right, how important are some is some of this stuff? And what I can't, even my friendships as well, what I came to realize is I cannot function in the capacity that I've been functioning. Everybody turns to me for support, emotional or otherwise. I cannot do that right now. And those people have to be okay with me telling them no, setting boundaries so that I can pour back in myself because they're not doing it. And that meant letting some things go. That meant having some hard conversations with some friends and some loved ones. That meant, you know, being very brutally honest with myself and realizing like, you know, taking off the cape sometimes is necessary and understanding the problem with thinking that we have to put the cape on in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, what was I about to go with that? I'm sorry, I, my mind was blank. Like, hey, like, no, because I was like reflecting on. I was just like, "Dang, that was a hard moment in my life."
1: <laughs> I feel um, like moments end up like you think about like labor, mm-hmm. and like that—that's a moment of pain. But the, from the pain is birth joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as long as you take in that, go ahead
2: and preach. And, um,
1: so. Beautiful, you know what I mean. Like sometimes, like the bad things we go through are just to birth something that's going to. Yep, be- yep, yep, yep. And, and and sometimes we just get stuck in that labor for too long, and we'll stay there and we won't birth the thing that we have in us to birth, but we'll just stay in labor. So, just making sure that we walk and do the things that we need to do, whether it's letting someone go that she, we shouldn't hang on to, whether it's a friend whether it's uh, like a family member, you need to change your relationship, whatever, mm-hmm. maybe it's a job, you need to go to a new job. Maybe maybe you have a feeling, like a dream that's in your heart. And the reason you're burning out is because you're working a nine to five and it's affecting your your five to nine. And you really have a dream that you're ready to birth and you're mm-hmm. going to labor, you're ready to yep. birth it, but you stand at a job because you want to be secure. Right. There's so many things that... that yeah,
2: come can- on, talk to me. Talk talk about my life. Come on, sir.
1: I All agree. right. Yeah. <laughs> An example of it though, I mean, you know about it, you know about it, uh, literally and figuratively. So, it, it, it's um, just it's gotta make sure we birth that thing out that we have in us so that we don't stay in a burnt out state longer than right. we have,
2: right? Um, I was just thinking about, um, like me me and Kay it's relationship, like. It was crazy, like, when you took that solo trip, like, I was gone. So, like, you know, we didn't have each other to lean on. Like, even though we were still in constant communication, like, us being separated burst, like, the thing that you needed. You know, you needed to be alone. You needed to go and figure some stuff out, you know, without having your best friend right there. And it just, like, reminds me of, like, the season that I'm in. Like, we're kind of, like, separated in this in this moment, too, And I, you know, God just reminded me, he was like, you need to be alone so that you can birth what you need to birth. And, you know, oftentimes I find myself like, dang, like, you know, I ain't seen my best friend. I ain't talked to her or we haven't spent a lot of time together. And, you know, sometimes like that's okay. Like, you know, the love is still there. The connection is still there. But sometimes you just need to be alone so you can figure out like your next move, your next steps and where you need to go and sometimes like it's it's just a journey that you got to do alone but and it's, it's so literally long. going to birth some of the best things in your life
0: right i i was talking to someone y'all know i remember conversations and not the context right <laughs> um i was talking to someone and they were like they didn't understand how Uh, A lot of women and they made it specific for women. They was like, they don't understand how a lot of women decide to, you know, get into a creative lane, whether it be writing a book or starting a podcast or starting a blog after like a bad relationship or going through something. And I was just like, what better way to learn yourself? You know, I don't want to talk. I don't want to listen to anybody or, you know, read anybody's book that hadn't been through something tough. Because Mm -hmm. I don't know if you really know your depths that way. What better way to learn yourself than than to go through something? And so, of course, you know, the hard moments, they're hard. But like you said, like, you sometimes have to take that journey alone so that you can really know what you're made of and really know what you have to offer and really know what you want moving forward and what you're going to do to get it and know what's compatible for you in those journeys. So and
2: we don't realize like there's a lot of beauty in like the ugly parts Mm -hmm. like the you know the not so pretty like you know just taking off the makeup taking off whatever all the extras and like really sitting with the like the truth and the nakedness of it and just realizing like how beautiful it really is because you done you went through something like you really was in the dirt for a minute but you're now you're beautiful because you went through that
0: right
1: I and mean, then I mean, you talk about going through alone. The thing that I think about is that if you're with your, your best friend and, and you kind of think about it, some things that we have to go through in order to really understand it, it's like, I can't tell you. And mm-hmm. if you're with your best friend, like knowing you two the way that I do, y'all, no matter what, you're like, I know she need to go through this, but like, I'm gonna be there to help her anyway. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you having that energy and y'all giving that back and forth and what it i feel like sometimes what it does is that it doesn't allow you to focus on what you need to learn in that moment mm-hmm. what yeah. you focus on because you're using your friend as a crutch and that friend is giving you that energy and, and even though it's uh, it's good intense but sometimes you just got to go through that
2: yeah you go
1: through that fire to really most be- definitely
0: sometimes our, our best relationships can kind of enable us in some ways mm-hmm. so it's important because that was the first now it, it might sound simple but that trip taught me so much about myself my ability to be out in the world on my own right I had never traveled by myself my ability to figure things out I had got lost in the subway for like two hours but I eventually came back up to the light
1: <laughs> I'm You know, but it's
0: simple stuff. And then I was able to focus on, you know, different things and different things I liked and realized like, you know, I had always been someone that I didn't mind being solo. But it's just those moments and, you know, taking that out of context and not just talking about a trip, but going through things on your own. It really teaches you a lot. And what I learned from my first burnout, right? So that was the first time I had been burnt out for years when I realized I was first burnt out like years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a slow burn until it just kind of just all sparked at once.
2: <laughs> just <burn laughs> and out. I just burnt up. <laughs> that's
0: why I, the burnt out to a crisp. I was the crisp. Okay.
2: <laughs> Smoke coming off
0: <out. laughs> Look, still a little singed. Okay. And I was I, I couldn't do anything. And I had got to a point where I'm just like, I gotta figure this out because I haven't mm-hmm. I have nothing else to give. Right. right. So that differs from this most recent one, because with this most recent one, I recognized the signs. Right. And even though they were a little different, it took me a little bit longer um, to recognize it. It didn't take me as long as that first time. Um, and I knew that I needed to give myself time to rest. So because I went through, you know, these different phases of burnout, I learned a lot about myself. And now I, I know how to treat my specific burnout a lot better than I would have had I, you know, not gone through that first season um, years back. I learned that I also have seasonal depression. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a very mild case, but it is very much real, which is why I mentioned the sunshine earlier and how important it is for me to go for a walk when the sun is out and to soak that energy up because when is raining for days on end, I can tell a difference in my energy. And that affects, sometimes that can onset burnout for me. So I don't know if either of you have uh, identified seasonal depression within yourself, or if you even know what it is.
1: I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I had any seasonal depression, but I do appreciate, I mean, like, so I live in Michigan, and we don't see the sun that often. So <laughs> so, if I did, I would just probably be sad all the time, you know, uh but really it it kinda I know that when it's dark out and you know like it it would be days where I would wake up and go to work in the, in the dark, and then I would get off work and I would go home in the dark, and I would never get to see the sun like basically unless I went to lunch, so I just know that like it didn't it doesn't really affect me like that, but I can say that whenever it's you go through that when the sun does come out, when it does warm up here, you know, I mean, we was just in, we was in negative four, like a couple weeks ago. And we hit four people thought it was like, woo, it was like summer for us. But you know, whenever you, I feel like whenever that happens, it does give my spirit a boost when we get that, that good day, that good sunlight. And there's something about opening up the windows in my house, mm-hmm. like, I have, like windows in the front and in the back. And when I open those up and that light comes in and it hits, hits the house a little bit different.
2: That natural it's, light it's, hits different. <laughs>
1: Like something about the fall, light, like, it's, it's just it looks a little bit different than regular, mm-hmm. like, and it just gives you that little extra boost. Yeah, I definitely say I would get a boost. I don't know if I necessarily get sad, but I feel like to a certain degree, we all need sunlight, and if we're not getting that that sunlight, it does affect us emotionally.
0: Right. So, um, the official term for it is seasonal affective disorder. In the, <laughs> the um. The acronym for it is sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly how I'd be feeling when the sun died out. I might can do because I love rain too. I love the smell of rain. I love the sound of it. But after probably like day two, you could take me out because I'm just like, okay, where's the sun? I need it. Um, it's a type of depression that is related to changes in the season. So a lot of people are notice it transitioning from fall into winter. Um, a lot of people will still experience it from. Uh, winter into spring, so it can be year round. But a lot of severe cases is what they call the winter blues. You know, I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever heard somebody call it that, but it begins about the same time every year. Which for me, that's how I realized I was like, oh, this is really what I struggle with. And it's not like I get depressed, but I get I get sluggish, I get tired, I get um sometimes lethar- uh, lethargic, um. I can't focus as well as I usually, you know, would be able to. And my energy gets low and I start feeling moody. So some of the things they said for treatment is light therapy. And I'm looking into like actually getting it. So light therapy is like, it's like a light therapy. Like
1: L-I-G-H-T.
0: Right. So the reason.
1: Not heavy, you know, like just a little bit of therapy
0: no like actually light oh, rays no, I,
1: know. I got you I, I was confused at first
0: she's
1: laughing. <laughs> she's laughing and she ain't in the mic danny is laughing she thought that was funny but i was being for real i ain't being funny
0: i know you was being real i know awful. that's what
2: makes it funny
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um so damn what i was about to say yes yeah so the sun the sun is the reason why you know you don't you get low on energy because you're not getting that vitamin you're not getting all that stuff that comes from the rays of the sun so what they have um what they invented was lights that give you that same kind of feel that you can just sit in front of and just soak up you know hopefully to get some energy so i'm going to be looking into that and i'll let y'all know how it goes i've seen
1: those yeah put them like on your desk and you Mm -hmm. can see the vibrancy of the light it's so cool
0: it reminds me of like the vanity lights because some of them i mean it has the same kind of glow but um the difference is it makes sure that it doesn't have any harmful uv rays or anything so you're getting all the good vitamins and stuff that you need and it's supposed to help boost your energy so i don't know i'm I'm gonna look into that some people take medications i'm not doing that huh
1: vitamin D
2: you, you come about for vitamins
1: yeah do you take vitamin D because you know that's big Man.
2: So- um yeah so I'm gonna talk now um so yeah uh I'm a summer baby so I automatically when the summer leaves like I automatically feel it and I'm like okay but I love the fall but I'm like all right let me brace myself for impact right let me go ahead and find some ways that I can um I can go ahead and start looking into things that, that are going to help me, you know, with the season change. And then when winter hits, I'm like, okay, I don't like to be cold. I don't like to be shut up in the house. So I still have to find ways to do, to be productive inside and kind of like boost my mood before I um, deal with the world. Um, but... Oh, what else I was about to say? Oh, I love, I love, 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 love to sit near next to the window and mm-hmm. just feel the sun. And, um, but most recently, um, I've fallen in love with the rain. And I guess it's just because, um, of where God has me. And like I automatically associate the rain with, um, a harvest. Mm-hmm. So every time it starts raining, I always be like, you know what, Lord, go ahead, do what you got to do. I'm gonna just sit here and I'm gonna sit by the window and listen to the rain. Because one of these days the harvest is gonna appear and it's gonna and um the flowers are gonna bloom and I'm gonna just walk into a season where it's just gonna be beautiful. Right. So that's what I do. I kind of just try to find ways to um associate it with something good so I can have something to look forward to.
0: Cool. Um, is pan pandemic burnout a thing?
1: Yes. One hundred percent.
0: How have you been burnt out specifically because of the pandemic that you can identify?
1: I mean, it's just, I feel, so I think the thing about pandemic, the pandemic is as forcing a lot of people to spend a lot more time with themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. that's gonna make a lot of people uncomfortable. Yep. And like for me in particular, I like to move around a lot mm-hmm. and think about it, being in a house for a week without going anywhere and your car just sitting in the driveway. And, and I feel like that makes you burn out quicker because stuff that you would be able to usually escape yeah. I mean I don't mean like a, a healthy escape but a healthy escape sometimes you just need to get away mm-hmm. You don't have those options as much and you can't be around those people who like make you like well in general you can't really be a, as around, around people like that and do some of the things that you used to love to do so I feel like it, it's just very draining and it makes a week feel like a month sometimes yeah
0: oh yeah um definitely like um I was just talking to someone someone uh Shout out to Kiri of My Curl Speak. Uh, she had tweeted something yesterday on Twitter and she was saying how she just wants a hug. She missed being hugged. And I was like, yeah, touch starvation is a thing. It's and when real. you think about the fact that people aren't getting replenished in the simple ways as a hug or a kiss, because, you know, we can't really do that. Um, it's one thing to have, you know, small kids or family members. Um, like a husband or a boyfriend, but what about, you know, people who are single or people who live alone? You know, that's a whole different conversation, a whole different experience, you know, with the pandemic. Yeah. Um. Before I got in my most recent situation, Before I was just like, when's the last time I've been touched? Like when's the last time I I was held or hugged or, you know, had some kind of physical contact. So that's also part of it. Like you said, not having those healthy distractions or those healthy coping mechanisms that we are so used to being able to, for me, go to a movie solo dolo was a form of self care. And it was able, you know, I was able to get out the house and have a really great experience, go sit in a restaurant and have, you know, a table full of food that I'm probably going to take most of it back home. But still, it was an experience that I loved having and we can't do those things anymore. So now we're in the house. We're still dealing with the same um, amount of expectations from work. We're still trying to build up our own personal business, businesses and brands. We're still trying to play mom or dad. We're still trying to be, you know, an equal part of our families with all these expectations that didn't go down with having to deal with stress being at an all time high because we don't have any way to release it um, or any of the normal ways to release it. So, yeah. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843 687 2079. That's 843 687 2079. You can also message her on her business page at Danny underscore on Instagram or follow her on Facebook at danny LLC. You can also book online at com. That's SpaDannyExperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe.
2: normally you know you could kind of like brush (laughs) them under the rug and it's a good thing you know to be able to deal with it but like it kind of like comes in real fast because you're forced to deal with them um especially like when the pandemic hit it was like whoa wait a minute like I can't escape like I normally can and like for um Kay Antoinette and I like we normally go to the beach a lot we couldn't and so we were like yo like what is going on we didn't realize it at first But then we was like, we haven't even been to the beach. Like, yo, this is not going to work. And like, so, you know, we would, you know, do like a day trip. You know, one time we went like for the full moon or whatever. But it's not the same as being able to plan a trip and be like, oh, we're going to the beach. We're going to go to our favorite restaurant and whatever. Like
0: even just being flirty out there, you know what I'm saying? They can't even do that because I'm just like, I need my six feet. Like, I know you ain't dating right now, but even you can't do that either. Oh, I'm saying Uh-oh. okay see now we we doing this I'm saying at the point in time we're talking about <laughs> yeah. that was another thing you know we're gonna move on uh-huh, <laughs> don't move it on up. stay there and <laughs>
1: yes, hey, you know what but thinking about it though I feel like there's a lot of therapy that we're missing from, from being stuck in the house and I think about so my job usually uh we had a remote option where we could go in uh like every other day and when that option came before the pandemic, I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I like being around people. Like, people give me energy, like just being able to see and be around people and, and doing that. But the thing is, is that whether you came in every other day or not, you weren't sitting at your desk garden. And if you had something going on, you could go and sit to your, your workmates, you could go sit next to them and talk. And, and that's a form of therapy. Mm-hmm. And those, those work relationships have changed significantly because yeah. everybody is more busy. You are not getting up from your desk like I, I think about the amount of time that I used to get up t- from my desk to the time that I get up now. I'll be in meetings for four hours and I'll be sitting on my desk for four hours straight, and then I get it's up. Not and, it's not healthy. It's not it's not the same thing. And just being able to go like, hey, go to my boss's office for instance and have go down and sit down and talk about concerns. It's a different feel doing it that way than it is it's like, hey, let me like call her on, um, on Teams and <laughs> like let it. It's not the Eight same. Teams. <laughs> It's not, it's not the same thing, you know what I mean? So I feel like you're missing a lot of therapy because I feel like a good friend is a, is a good therapist. And even like, even in work situations, sometimes you have those those friends I put in quotation marks that you spend time with at work, but you guys can complain to one another. And that complaining lets you get it off of your chest. And mm-hmm. you have somebody to either relate with you or give you like an alternate view. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's healing in that and you don't have to hold it. But I know right you have to hold it by yourself yeah hopefully y'all can get a phone call It's people that i consider friends at work at my job that i haven't talked to in 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 weeks and months just because we don't have a a break and it's not the same thing we can't just go to lunch together
0: yeah it's It's, a lot of people right now missing their work husbands and work wives (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you said something important and you said that you don't have the same time um And I think and we're going to get into the next question about do we normalize burnout in our society? And I think in in life culture, I think we do, especially work. What I've noticed during this pandemic is the work expectations have gotten worse. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we might not be going into the building as much. But the difference is and I was so against it when we first, you know, went virtual. Um, You're inviting work into your home. Yep. And the problem with that is, you know, everybody can say, oh, you know, um, just set up an area where you are working out of. And that might work, you know, for the most part. But what I realize is my whole house (laughs) is my expression, right, is my creative expression, is my sanctuary. When I leave work, I shut work off. You know, Mm -hmm. that is my balance. That's where I, I leave work. When I come home, I'm able to be myself. So when I'm bringing work into my home, I'm automatically, every time I pass by the computer, I'm thinking about, oh, what I didn't do, what I didn't do, what I mm-hmm. didn't do. Even if I shut that computer down and I'm supposed to be done for the day, I'm thinking about, oh, okay, I still got to take care of this, this, that, and the third. Whereas whenever I was able to go to a building, I can leave work at work and come home and be home mm-hmm. and be present in those moments.
1: You had um, that job to decompress too. You yep. have
0: it. Yeah. I-
1: like I miss that little 30, 20 minute drive. It's like it just gets your mind clear and it's like this right like stretching after you work out. Like this was the stress. Now I'm gonna stretch out. Now we're going into a peaceful time. Like you don't get that stretch anymore.
0: Right. And it and even the, you know. I don't know about anybody else but I know even on my level like it was already hard for us to have like work-life balance but now the line is so blurred that it doesn't even matter because everything is immediate Mm -hmm. right so I I, I'm gotten used to getting calls at eight o'clock at night about you know stuff that has to happen because we have we have people who you know because the nature of my job other people people work other jobs right So they work other jobs, but they still have their obligation to the job that we all work together. And so sometimes you have to work around their schedules. And having to do that is creating this divide where somebody might not get off until nine o'clock and then in the night, it's not my have, problem. they have a question, you know, so it is, but it is my problem, you know, because mm-hmm. I have to make sure they have the information and the resources they need so that we can accomplish this task together. And I think that's happening with a lot of companies where it's just like, they're trying to make up for the fact that we are, we're, you know, distant socially and we're having to do a lot of virtual things by putting a lot on the individuals that they still have working for their companies. Um, And you can see that where, you know, they might be downsizing. And so now people have to take on more roles um, because they have to save money. Or you can see that where they're trying to make up for when we had to be totally shut down and they might've lost money. And so now the volume of tasks that you have to take care of um, significantly increases. So I just wanted to know if like you guys have been experiencing any of that and how you're um, handling it. I just want to say I get
2: that, you know, that but at the same time it's called boundaries. Like you're not gonna call me after a certain time. Like I'm sorry. oh, my phone goes on do not disturb at 9 30. Mine stays on do not disturb all day, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> but <laughs> like, but that's that's just you you have to set that boundary because literally people will take advantage of your whole day, like you know, th- they don't care. They don't have any respect of time. Like, oh, when I think about it, I need it. I need an answer immediately. No, either you're going to think about it before five <laughs> or s- before seven. But after seven, no, like I'll deal with it in the morning. You you for know five. what
0: I'm talking about, though. I mean, I, I do. I, I do. I, I
2: do. But but the problem is there There were there was no boundary, you know?
0: Yeah. And I and I get that. But to make it easier for the people that I work with, you know, I, I'm a part of the team. But that's until. I got a couple more months on this thing.
2: (laughs) But even still, like, you know, you have already told you told me that you have been enforcing those boundaries, though. You're like, I'm not dealing with this Like I have. It's starting stuff.
0: It's like if you <laughs> if you hit me up and I feel like I've already answered this question, you're gonna have to do some some scrolling back up in this message yeah. or look at, and look at some emails. Don't be lazy because I, I already
2: answered your question. Yeah, anyways. if
0: it's something that I need to that's urgent, and that's my other thing too, everything is not urgent. And exactly. I feel like we've we've gotten to a point during the pandemic when it comes to work that everything is immediate, it has to happen, mm-hmm. it has to get fixed now. It, you know, it needs to have this deadline. And I'm just like, I don't care about none of this shit. <laughs> 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 that's how well, i be feeling most days i don't care this is not that important you could have kept it to yourself because because of my integrity and the way that i work and i'm still working on myself once i see it once you put it out to me i'm going to think about it so if i'm thinking about it, thinking about it, i might as well take care of it right that's so that's something i struggle with uh,
1: i mean you and me okay we've talked about this before and talking about creative spaces uh there, there was someone that I knew and she was in a car accident and it was a song that was playing on the radio during the accident. And if she hears that song, she kind of goes back to that place. So you think about the association that our mind makes with certain, certain traumas. And then you think about having eight hours of work in your sanctuary, which is your home, whether it's an apartment, whether it's mm-hmm. a room in your, at somebody's house, whether it's a room in your own house, then all of that energy is associated with that room now and i'm sitting in the room where i work this is my studio but it's also where i work my nine to five and and i remember like me and kance when we were going back and forth and she was like no don't put your work there don't put your so the plate the only places i could put it was either in the studio and my kitchen yeah you know what i'm saying or or the kitchen the living room places that i'm gonna have to be regardless Mm -hmm. it it, kind of attaches so if you have a bad day at work then it's attached to that room and that to that spot and it kind of like sullies it a little bit and i feel like it's almost like a virus inside of your sanctuary Mm -hmm. but the one thing that i will say to all of the builders and everybody who whoever is hearing this it's something that a lot of people that i work with like to say like if you're doing something where you're not like saving lives some jobs you have And and, you know, like you, you need to respond like whenever and it, it might be something important. But, you know, at the same time, just remember how the pandemic went. It, it's people that were working for companies who thought they were invaluable and then the pandemic hit and now they're gone. But the company doesn't care.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So at, at the same time, you got to realize that a lot of these companies, not the individual people, but they they have to self-sustain. So if you're not helping them self-sustain, they will get rid of you. So you have to make sure it's your responsibility to make sure you're sustaining yourself, and that is putting up boundaries. Because if you, if it's not the business you own, if you if you don't own the spa and you ain't giving massages, and you and that's that's you making your living, you know. Okay,
2: you better t- t- talk that's about plus in DNA. <laughs> you better tell them.
1: <laughs> it's one thing to work all day on your business. Okay. But if you work somebody okay. else's business, that will let you go if they need to. Listen. Prioritize your what is No that?
2: questions asked, and I'm putting all this work.
1: It's like that meme. It's like that meme. Like if he if he has two phones, girlfriend, worry about yourself.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's your business. Worry about yourself. If your name, if you don't own no stock in that company, and you don't own a percentage. Worry about yourself, because I guarantee no matter how nice people are, they are going to preserve the company over you yep. and if you're an important enough part of that. Then you you better you need to worry about yourself.
0: Yeah. And the crazy part for me is so, at the start of the pandemic, we weren't only dealing with the pandemic, because I know you mentioned earlier, you know, being black on top of everything. We were dealing with blackness and injustice, um, as well as the pandemic. Um, and outside of trying to make sure people don't get sick, nobody really acknowledges the effects and the truth about going through something so traumatic in a sense you know what i'm saying this pandemic um we've lost lives and so when it comes to how you see yourself and how you see these co- uh, corporations and businesses operate and the fact that a lot of them don't even talk about what we're we're going through they don't even acknowledge the fact that this is a very stressful time and on top of that they're demanding so much of you i i drew my line where i'm just like for me i'm like okay as far as computer work goes If I don't get it done at the building, it's not getting done. I'm not bringing it home with me. I don't care how much y'all fuss, whatever. Um, And I was adamant about not bringing my work into my creative space because I knew, like you said, it was going to be a stain on the walls um, just because the way I feel about work creates the energy around, you know, where I do it. So I was just like, all right, I'm not bringing that into my creative space because my creative Mm -hmm. space is the only sanctuary I have at the moment because the rest of my house, you know, is a little tainted for the fact that sometimes I do have to do work here or sometimes I do have to, you know, take calls or whatever. And (sighs) Yeah.
1: It's like not being able to escape the thing that you need to escape sometimes. It's like being in a, it's like having, being with a mate, like you, and y'all had an argument and you just, you just need a minute. Like I love you, but I need a minute. And they still
2: following you? I don't want to see your face. Or naked. they still, they still in, 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 in the apartment with you and yeah. you can't get apartment?
1: It. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. That's what it is. <laughs> they falling out, y'all. Like that. <laughs>
2: She didn't have a flashback. That's what it Listen, is. just damn, go it's like, somewhere. We, let me talk to you, I don't know, why you. Why are you walking over there? No, me- ain't nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: So do we normalize burnout in our society, in our life culture?
1: 100%. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. we talked about it before, like in, a, in in like one of the previous questions, but 100% like everybody's supposed to grind and you see those things i don't sleep because i'm too busy making money it's like no 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 no, baby i got first of
2: all that's not healthy let's 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 start there (laughs) you wonder why you you wonder why like everything is falling apart like the grind is not for you like you're supposed to take time to rest you're not supposed to not sleep all day or all week because you're trying to do whatever like you got to take care of yourself like and that's what needs to be normalized like taking care of yourself be it i just um someone just just uh told me this and one of one of my group tests was like resting is being pro- it's productive as well like when you allow yourself time to rest and to pause like you get to recharge and you get to you know launch yourself further Once once you recharge like you get to attack more than enough of the things that you would have not attacked if you didn't take that time to pause and to recharge
1: i feel like europe got it right europe take like a month off they call it holiday
0: yeah
1: i was was working i can't really say what i was doing but i was doing some stuff but i was doing some stuff for the the job i was at i was actually working for england uh like some some branch in england And like, we were like, we got to get all of this stuff done. See, I I can't say too much. But it was was like, we got to get all of this stuff done because this month they're going to go on holiday and we ain't going to be able to hear from them for a month. I'm like, yo, like, why don't we do that? Like, I barely take a day off. And like, they got a whole month that they about to take off. It's going to be closing early and all of that good stuff. They like, we're prioritizing our mental health. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: but even that, there's some countries that only work three days a week, and I'm just like, can we adopt that? Um, and and it's it's interesting for me because um, even with the like the hybrids of going into work or working virtually, for a long time, this whole pay time off was a thing. You know, people didn't want to take time off because, oh, you know, they just had they just fired a whole bunch of people. I need to make sure I'm grinding as hard as I can to keep my job or, oh, I'm not even really in the office that often. Do I really need to, you know, take some pay time off? The answer to that? Yes. (laughs) Take your time off. You just heard it. it, You're still working. You're working under a pandemic. You're working um, and having to balance and invite work a lot of times into your personal life Mm -hmm. and into your home. Take your time off because you need it hey builders this has been another great episode of lbf podcast we're having the conversation about burnout and about seasonal depression and about what happens when we kind of run out of gas and and why that happens for us this was part one join me wednesday for part two join the conversation and share it with a friend we'll see you next time bye